You're listening to the DDRL podcast. WD is reporting live over here in breezy Florida. I guess it's breezy everywhere you look. There is a cold front coming in. And you know what? For for all I care, it could stay here for a minute. I'm kind of enjoying um, the brisk feeling of walking outside and bitching at myself that I forgot to put socks on. So that's always a plus. <laughs> With the holidays here, and they come so fast, don't they? I blink, and next thing you know, it is... Christmas, you know, with you don't have those deep pockets. Guess what? We all um, suffer the same consequences in that. Um, then you're a broke bitch. I guess I'm in that category as well. But you know what? It's okay. You know, you don't need to buy someone, you know, happiness with with money all the time, do we? We could we could just draw a card or make an ornament out of arts and crafts. I mean, why not? Yeah, but but if you're gonna travel though, there is a shitload of people traveling for the holidays, and there is more than 130 million Americans that actually travel. They're called the, the actually this year they'll be called the 2023 holiday travelers, is what they um are they are referred to, and. If you are amongst those statistics, you plan to spend around $1,947 on your average travel expenses with a total around $254 billion. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Crickets. Um, but that is, if you're traveling to Florida, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you don't really need to spend a lot down here. Just some, you know, margaritas and on the beach. And then you can go over to um, the pool and the hot tub and, you know, that type of, you know, island life. Or a lot of people do choose to go to a popular destination like New York City with the Rockettes and ice skating and Rockefeller Center and Broadway shows. But what about going to Canada? I mean, have we ever thought about maybe, I don't know, let's say Vancouver? Um, it's kind of is like a rare thing for me to suggest to go to Canada. But I mean, I heard that Vancouver is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And it is located on a peninsula. And it is surrounded by majestic mountains and sparkling water and glorious rainforests. And it does, it sounds a lot like Puerto Rico to me. But I don't know. I'm not there. But my guest today is someone that's very special to me that is in Vancouver and can give us a little inside scoop if you're looking to travel over to the other side of the world and venture over the border with your passports, people. You're going to need them. And this person is, I don't know, maybe just my firstborn. Welcome, welcome, Nate. How are you doing today, Nate? Hey, how's it going? Can you hear welcome, me welcome. okay? Welcome to the to Mummies, Mummies DDRL podcast. <laughs> How's it going, Mom? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you good. I can hear you good. How how are we even connecting from way over in Canuck, Canuck land? Is there any bars over there? Oh, man. I didn't mean um... the drinking ones. I didn't mean the drinking ones. I meant, like, cell phone bars. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's, it's nice over here. Uh, it's kind of like uh, white folk New York City, honestly. It's, um, you know, down here, uh, I'm in the part of downtown Vancouver, or I guess you can call it downtown, but um, it's uh, it's kind of like the city never sleeps. You know, I feel like really? uh, at 2 a.m. I could get up and either go crash at a subway or slop on some nasty pizza, you know, but it's um, it, it's it's nice over here. It's not too bad. I mean, in the mornings, it's it. Uh, is, there a lot of, is there a lot of hot guys there? Um, I mean, if you're looking for hot Indian guys, for sure, you know, for oh, sure. the Indians. All right. So there's a lot of curry. 
it's a lot of curry, um, you know, a lot of Oriental people over here. But That means um, that is a rich fucker land over there. You got a lot of good gas stations, too, don't you? Oh, there's <laughs> a, yeah, there's a lot. I, I've seen uh, my fair share of foreign vehicles and, you know, nice a lot of, A lot of Lexuses? A lot of Lexuses, a lot of Porsches. <laughs> um, Nothing says cliche like that. <laughs> it's, um, it's nice, though. Uh, you know, it does have uh, kind of that oregon feeling though um i've noticed uh you know a lot of um <laughs> how do i say uh you know there's a just tell it's us kind of, it's kind of a crackhead population down here as well uh um, but it's scarce it no there's a they're a fine crackhead population we're very interested in hearing I, that one i mean um mm. you know amongst everyone walking <laughs> up and down the street uh you know you'll have uh every you know, I'd say 50 feet, a guy slumped over on the sidewalk. Oh, um, it does have a high cost of living. I, I read about it over there. It in does. Little, it your does. little rich man land. Yeah, it does. Over there. So, I mean, uh, homeless people can only afford so much. I mean, they can, I mean, they can barely for, afford their teeth. So, I mean, I cannot blame them if there's a tent city popping up over there in Vancouver. How did, how long was your flight and how did you get, like, how did they check your, your U.S. citizenship? How does that go? So, um, essentially, I do reside in, you know, Florida from Tampa. So, I flew initially from uh, Tampa, Florida to Dallas, Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, which, mind you, is the probably the shittiest airport in in the U.S., I would have to say. But uh, from my layover from Dallas, shot that up. <laughs> I go to uh, <laughs> Dallas, then to Vancouver. So, so when, do they, when do they, like, you know, ask if you're a U.S. citizen and all that stuff? They ask you in Tampa? Um, well, actually, uh, they scan my passports, you know, prior to check in and everything like that. And by the time I get to uh, Vancouver, you know, going through customs uh, is over there in Vancouver. So really um, locked but, up abroad. Right. <laughs> Essentially, though, before I fly to Vancouver, though, in Dallas, you know, before you get on that plane, they verify your passports and everything like that. And so is it still like the show, you know, locked up abroad in like the, the coast, uh, um, the border patrol show where they they look at you, they look at your passport, they look at you, they look at your passport. Do they, <laughs> do, do they do one of those numbers at you? Yeah, a few of them. It's kind of, uh, you know, who's looking to, um, you know, do their job for the day. I've been to Canada a few times and, you know, every other time I get one guy that's, you know, really just kind of on his power trip and, you know, really trying to make sure that. I'm not in Canada doing they, anything. Did they frisk you, baby? Did they frisk you? Mama's gonna come get them. I'm gonna come get them. They uh <laughs> nobody ever missing my baby. They haven't uh frisked me down, you know, recently, but uh um, You did? You got frisked though? I have been frisked before, um, but nothing uh nothing too crazy. The the biggest thing that they really trip about that's surprising is uh lithium batteries. You know, I had a big thing happened when I was trying to leave Canada on a previous trip. I, uh, Are you traveling with batteries? Um, just for uh, my uh, tool bag, I bring with me sometimes. And you, you are in Vancouver and traveling to Canada because of your, your work contract, correct? Right, exactly. And right. when I take that with me, um, I take some tools with me and I'll bring, uh, you know, my DeWalt batteries. And if uh, you take that on your, you know, uh, check-in bag, they make it almost a huge ordeal as if I'm, you know, smuggling drugs across the border. Right, and, uh, right. The first time I, you know, kind of failed to realize that. And I had, um, 
both of my lithium batteries with me and they did a whole thing where uh they pulled me out from the waiting area and they questioned me about the batteries and what i'm doing with them and and then uh eventually you know they're telling me that i need to mail them back to myself and which didn't make any sense to me because if i'm gonna mail them back i'm just gonna put them back on the same plane that you know i'm gonna fly with so so did they did they do like the bomb test on you and everything too? Did they um because I know whenever I travel, I uh Auntie Heather and I have learned a lesson never to wear sequins or any glitter on our shirts because you know, we you know us, we're very glitter, like glitter applied. Yeah. <laughs> and they anytime we wore anything like that, they pulled us to the side, frisk us, pat us down, and they do bomb testing on us. Yeah. So yep. we had to have that. Yeah, they uh did the same thing. They take that little uh white paintbrush looking thing. I'm not sure if, you know, that also kind of helps with that, but they uh, went over everything in my bag and equipment and all of my personal belongings. I mean, it was a top up and down search just because I had some lithium batteries on me. So I learned my lesson that um, going forward, uh, don't put them in your check-in. You should take them on your carry-on. And, kinda, you know, kind of like, wait. <laughs> Oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's not coming. <laughs> Bob's over Baghdad. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. You said lithium batteries. That's all I thought of was the song. I was like, Bob's over Baghdad. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see this. Essentially. <laughs> essentially. But um, otherwise, so do they mark it in your passport then, like going forward, that you like you're good to go. You're one of these lithium, you know, packing bitches that go through go through the the Canada border all the time. Or do they? No, they, and um, essentially, I thought as well that um, whenever you do go to Canada, that you get a stamp in your passport, but they don't stamp it. Really, um, I didn't know that either. Yeah, there's there's no stamp. They just scan it to make sure that you know you're a U.S. resident and. That all of your documents you, you are valid. Should, what What is the point of having, like, what's the point of the whole stamp process? That's kind of sucky if you're trying to collect your passports and, you know, fill a scrapbook down the road. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. But, yeah, there's um, there's no stamping. So That's you just uh, go through it. Definitely. And, um, you know, eventually if you say the right things. And a lot of Canadians don't like to hear if you're doing any work. And especially if an American is doing any work in Canada. Is there um, animosity between the Americans and the Canucks now? It, 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 I would say so. And, uh, I would also say, uh, especially, you know, I'm, I'm not over here doing any type of work that would take away from local unions or, you know, anything like that. Just some IT work for, you know, building servers and getting online and configuring stuff. But, you know, if you go through customs and you tell them that you're going for work, oh my goodness, it's, uh, maybe, maybe anti-Americanism. It's, it's kind of like that. And, the stereotype as well that I've discovered where Canadians are the nicest people in the world. I don't, I don't know if that's something that was, you know, originally 20, 30 years ago, true, but I've every type of blue collar Canadian I've ever met. And, you know, almost any Canadian, uh, they're not very nice, really. I mean, they're, they're not very kind. You know, if you open a door, you know, and you let someone in or, you know, you're letting someone out, um, you know, the, a simple thank you goes a long way. And these people just, uh, I, I don't get a lot of that. And, you know, down here, initially from Florida, you know, being in the South, uh, 
simple Down courtesies here in like we do that. Things are, different. Yeah, it's it's a lot different. And you know, you open a door for someone down south, you know. Thank you. You know, have a good day. Da, 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 da. Over here, it's like, you know, I expected you to open that door for me. You well, know? you know what? I I mean, the two countries, you know, the USA and Canada have always been, you know, a positive, um, you know, um, allies. They're like close, you know, close allies to remain relationships and positive. Right. But it, maybe they just have shitty attitudes. And you know what? You know what, Nathan, you're missing? You're missing calling. You're saying you're not saying the Canadian words. A boot. I'm a boot to go to the store. <laughs> you know I mean, have yeah. you heard? You got to say those. You got to say those slang words so you fit in. I mean, yeah. you got to, you know. There, Nate. Let's let's go boot. boot I've got to. I've got to throw some boots in there and a couple A's, and I might get a. Hey, that's right. A boot yeah. over here. Hey, eh? hey. Yeah, right. That's that's what you're missing. They're like this. This fucking American is just saying, you know, about. We're right. saying a boot. So I think I think that's right. where you're going wrong right there. No, I mean, every bar that, you know, if I sit at, they ask me every time, oh, you're not from around here, are you? What gives it off that you're not from around there? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it just must be the the accent. You know, I guess I have a little bit more of a southern Miami South kind of slang accent to my voice. Maybe it's what and... you're wearing. Are you wearing Florida? Are you wearing a, oh, you're wearing a flamingo, aren't you? On your shirt or a palm tree. It could be. It could be the outfit. I mean, I you know usually have that Luke Combs straw hat, black <laughs> uh, black Colombian with uh, you know my Hollister Amber Crombie jeans. You know? and with your your Sperry's, some Sperry's yeah. over there. Right, right. You know, I, I think I need to load up on some uh, Costas or something like that. I don't know. Some Airhards, maybe. I'm not. I'm That's not too so sure. So weird. I know, right? Yeah. That's so weird that you stand out like that. I mean, because you're you're a very my son is a very handsome boy. All right. Man, sorry, man. <clears throat> but he's taken. He's off the market, ladies. Stay off. Um, so <laughs> I mean, you definitely wouldn't you know, he doesn't have any tattoos on his face or nothing. I mean, so there's nothing that I would see that would stand they must have a sense for it. They just smell it from a, a million miles away. They're like, hmm, I'm glad I can open here. Plus, you're so deep, so deep put her ass to sleep. I mean, you're up so deep into Canada, you're not like in Ontario or at the Niagara Falls. Right, right. So no. you're in a secluded area. Yeah, no, it's um it's it's kind of like uh, you know, if a Hispanic is up north in the States, you know, it's kind of like uh, you get caught out real quick. So, you know, and you could be told apart from the rest. I mean, I've noticed a lot of, too, uh, the locals here. I mean, it's a lot of Oriental and, you know, Indian people. And what I will say, though, is uh, when it comes to, like, services and goods and services and products, um, Canada is very good at that. You know, every time I get food or <clears throat> get food or I have to speak with, uh, you know, someone that's, working at the time it's it's very good service versus in florida um a lot of the time it's just kind of uh you know shitheads the same age as me that you know really don't care about their job or you know how you're feeling or the quality of goods um but over here in canada i i will admit you know it is it is the difference and you know people do have uh, a a little bit of pride in their work is what i will say pride i mean i think they just are anti-americanisms I mean, there there is, you know, politics, you know, in that world that do exist. And I'm pretty sure where you are, you know, located for your for your contract job, um, they are, you know, locals, basically. They know when somebody new is in town or something and, and their <laughs> attitudes and their their personalities can be passive aggressive. They can be <laughs> right. ignorant. Right. You know, right. Exactly. 
I mean, maybe you should be ignorant back at them. I mean, are you being the bigger person? Um, it's it's a little hard to sometimes just because when you know you don't know the way of the land and you're in you're on their land. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's hard to you know kind of pass that passive aggressiveness back to them when uh, you know you you're not familiar with your settings or where you're at and how kind well, of things work. It sounds to me like they have an attitude like their shit don't stink. You know, like Americans don't know what they're talking about. And they even though we're like close allies with each other, right. you know, the two countries, it just sounds like they do things better than the sloppy Americans in a way. And they're just forced to <laughs> right. like, deal with us. Right. And then you come into the land and you, you know, they're like, oh, shit, here comes another one. Right. What should we do? I know they have a, a thing about looser gun laws and stuff, you know, that they think Americans just, you know, everybody just carries a gun around and whips each other, pistol whips each other in the head. And, right. you know, they, they were immature and don't, I mean, it's true. There is, there is a huge you know we're not even going go down that road but i mean gun the gun thing you know is very sloppy in america and they how do they handle it in, in canada um i think instead of guns uh you know they do heroin needles you know and really? uh, yeah i mean right next to your local is, coffee shop you know you what some, drugs are that big in canucks you can get some uh, fresh syringes to make sure that you know if you're shooting up it's it's clean shooting up so, out. so you're telling me with you just traveling there, you know, in spontaneous areas of Canada, you can easily go into a, a town that you just fly into and get drugs off the street that easy. Uh, I mean, I would assume so. I've I've had a couple run ins with uh, a few crackheads, um, not intentionally, you know, like I did a kind of a late night trip to 7-Eleven. I, you know, went at like 11 o'clock, 11 at night and uh Right outside the 7-Eleven, you know, nothing too out of the ordinary, but I mean, zombie slumped over, you know, I mean, it's like, it's their legs are standing, but the rest of their body is laid over. I don't think that's crackhead. I think that is going to be a drunky (laughs) opiate motherfucker right there. It's (laughs) something like that. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, (laughs) I left the guy a water. So, you know, I figured like, like, like mother, like son, um, we both put all the drug addicts under one, on one umbrella crackheads um (laughs) i do the same thing in my bubble i do reference that term um crackheads and i do it does mean i'm referencing anyone that's doing a drug hey you crackhead hey crackhead hey crackhead you know it's just you know a a term that we use so don't get your yeah general term don't get your you know panties and ruffle motherfuckers so anyway um if you would like us to break down the category we can but um it's just you know putting it under one belt but did you did you feel like scared or like intimidated or no no like, nothing like that I mean no one you feel uh, like your life was in danger no one's uh pressing me or anything like that I mean the the seven eleven you know uh local drug abuser I guess I should say um you know they they don't mean any harm and are you in the hood of Vancouver Is no no i'm I'm right next to where Porsches will drive by you know you'll find a guy kind of passed out on the street. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's quite the brothel of of people. You know, what did and, the Po drive over there? Um, it's it's the same as Americans, honestly. I mean, you know, they drive the Ford Explorers, but you know what I have noticed is there's a lot more. Uh, they're 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 doing freaking uh, Dodge Chargers, Challengers. I mean, they right. might as well be driving around undercover Porsches as well. Uh, it's it's the same thing. I've I've noticed though. It's a uh, it's a lot more of a scarcity of the police force around here than uh mm, what i'm typically hot. used to you know and uh it's it's kind of sad sometimes to see i mean 
you know, it's, it's difficult because at the end of the day, you know, that's someone's brother, family, you know, daughter, mother, aunt, you know, uncle kind of thing, True. you know, so it's, it's difficult to see. So I try very, to very caring of you. It, it kind of punches at my morals sometimes, you know, the Seven Eleven guy left him a, a bottle of water. I figured once he wake up from his trip, you know, he's probably going to be thirsty. So that's very nice of you. Very, very nice of you, Nate, Nathaniel. Yeah, I, I try, you know, it, it punches I mean, at my morals. I mean, though that that mission is, um, you know, one person at a time, you know, type of thing is there's so much, you know, of that in the whole world, or especially in the United States, you know, the homeless. And, you know, it's it's out of control, the amount of, it, you know, poverty, poverty of everywhere there is. And um, if you don't know what tent city is, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are familiar with that term. It's, you know, the homeless basically build up their own forts, you know, with tents and under bridges and under highways and stuff. It just, you know, stay out of the rain, out of the snow, out of, you know, Mother Nature's harm and, you know, have some sort of place just to sleep or lay their heads. Right. And it's sad, especially seeing the veterans, you know, homeless. I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge thing, um, you know, to try to conquer. But, you know, that is very honorable of you to do that and go out of your way. That's very kind of you. That's the Pisces in you. It's <laughs> right. the Pisces in you. We care. We're fight. We're fish. We have. We're very emotional and like we just you know we're, we're into our feelings. Right. So when we fall off the grid, people understand that we fall off the grid for a reason because we just need some me time, and you know we need to swim around by ourselves for a little bit, not be in a school all the time. Right. No, <laughs> I mean um, most of them are you know pretty. Uh, most of the local. Uh, drug abusers i guess are pretty docile i actually witnessed uh one of them was kind of on a rampage there was a, a flower shop you know close to uh, my local hotel and uh i don't know what was going on essentially or you know the context of the situation but it's a oriental family that you know runs the flower shop so you know i can't really assume any conflict was happening oh, but, you get out of here you go find other place but uh this this uh guy i mean he was just walking by and he decided to just take all the flowers and pots and swing them out into the middle jizz. of the street and just knock everything down and you know mind you there's 20 30 40 50 people on the street on the block at a time and everyone kind of witnessed it and uh the guy just knocked all this shit over and then just walked off you know what i mean jizz. literally it was uh it was kind of like wow i mean you know i can't imagine really any justification for that but um you know later i i kind of was walking up a block a few blocks to you know go to my destination and i watched the police kind of hunt them down and you know pick them up but you know just kind of weird instances like that that i've noticed um outbursts like weird outbursts yeah yeah i mean just for no reason um i had another one as well the um other night I went to uh, go pick up some food. Um, and what'd you go pick up? What actually, kind of it actually, it was the same night as the seven 11 night. Um, I maybe it was up, a full moon in Vancouver. I picked up a, a couple uh snacks from seven 11. And then I went to uh, a local pizza shop around here. I walk into the pizza shop and I mean, there is a crackhead just passed out right there in the corner inside the pizza shop as I'm getting served. Well, it's negative 14 over there. You know, he probably had a... Yeah, no, he was probably freezing his ass off and just looking for some warmth. Um, you know, and I, I had actually got it on video as well because it was just a mind-boggling kind of instance because, you know, we're talking about a, a pizza shop that's the square footage of, you know, maybe like a, a small apartment. 
you know, in uh, how expensive was that pizza, though? I it, mean, Canada is no joke expensive. Yeah, no, it's it's so weird with the prices. I mean, if you go, Ask you know, is what you mean? Yes, they are. Some some of them are. Yes. And then others are, you know, good deals. I mean, I got my I got just a slice of pizza for I think it was like a 333 CAD and converted that to USD. I think that's probably like two dollars and 50 cents for a slice of pizza. Wait, did you just do um, Canadian lingo with us? I mean, <laughs> what is CAD? I mean, I take it it's um, abbreviations <laughs> of uh, maybe you're ha- maybe you're in Vancouver a little too long. Yeah, come uh, home to mama. No, CAD, <laughs> mama. Is, uh, CAD is just the the currency they use here. So you know, CAD Canadian money um, versus. So what is the conversion? If it, it is how much to the U.S. dollar? Uh, it's it's hard to know. I I know it's kind of like a three to two kind of ratio you know if something's like three dollars canadian it's like around two two dollars and fifty cents american um it's actually one canadian dollar equals 0.74 us right dollar right right exactly so you know times that by three um you know three dollars canadian two dollars and ten cents something like that you know so it's um it the little numbers, you know, aren't too much of a difference, but when you're booking hotels and stuff like that, you can really notice the difference. So that's where the ass ribbon comes in because, um, a hundred dollars CAD <laughs> CAD, um, is 70, would be 73, almost $74 us. Right, right. So, so basically you're losing money then, right? Is that, is that where the expense comes from? Right, right. It's kind of, uh, I wasn't good at math, you know, uh, when you look at the CAD money, you know, it looks super expensive, but once everything converts back to, you know, my U S dollar, um, I, it looks like I've saved a couple dollars actually. So, you know, Daniel, who taught you this CAD word? (laughs) It's just, uh, (laughs) please tell me who taught you this. I I don't know. It's, it's the locals talking to me, I guess. Okay. Okay. I've been to Canada, Canada. I've been to Canada a few times in my days and I don't remember ever saying, Hey, can you, can you give me, let me borrow five CAD please. Right. 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 Has someone been brainwashing you over there? It, it it just must be the locals and something in the air over they here. They say CAD. They literally say that. I mean, like, they yeah, literally yeah. go up to you and say, could I have $1 CAD? Oh, well, it, when you're at a local exchange or something like that, for sure. Yeah, they're they're using that kind of terminology all like, the time. Give me an example. Like, you're at the pizza place and the pizza guy says, okay, here's your total. It's $10 and 75 cents. What do you, how well, do they uh, say it? I, I initially, I was using that terminology because I was bringing american you know currency in paper format but um now you know that's where i started hearing cad and usd and stuff like that but now you know i I, it's too much of a hassle to get the right conversion back from them if i give them 20 bucks in american dollars for something that's uh you know 15 bucks in you know cad um (laughs) you know the whole conversion it it just takes too long so i've just kind of converted everything to just digitally and i let my yeah i was gonna say you know go um, ahead and they're probably sitting there with a calculator and on google like right i would be right trying to convert so they still accept the dollar bill the currency over there yeah i mean um most places will yeah most places will take an american dollar do we accept the canadian the cad over here in the in the states, I've I personally at any vendor I've ever been to in the states have never accepted or seen. You know, I mean, I've I've worked at some retail stores and I've never taken you know Canadian currency. But over does here, the United States accept Canadian money. Let's see. Um, yes, it does, but you should not rely upon it. 
I guess it, you're right. It depends on you know the the merchant, you know whoever the store is. I they, can imagine. I can imagine you know northern states or you know regions. You know places like Seattle probably are more Buffalo, to, New York up there, right before you get to the right. border. You're they right. Probably accept some shit up there. They're Canadian dollar versus down where I'm used to in Florida. You know, uh, very much more rare to. So do you, do you go home money. with like an CAD in your pockets and stuff? Um, if I do do, you know, a cash exchange, yeah, I will take Canadian cash with me. But um, I try not to take or carry cash with me usually just because, you know, I, I don't like the liability of it. So, um, so what about the, the night scene? The night, have, you, have you had time, you know, in between jobs or your contract up there to see any of the nightlife? I mean, you are of age now. Right. I, uh, my little baby's grown up. (laughs) I haven't, uh, explored it too much. I really just try to keep my expenses cheap and stay in my hotel. Well, because everybody that, you know, travels for a job or anything, and the people back home, especially if you're married or have a relationship, a lot of people will say, Oh my gosh, you get to travel all the time. You know, you get to go out and live this lifestyle. But in reality, it's not a vacation. You're out there for work and you were there for a purpose. You know, you're not there to party. You're not there to, you know, to go meet all kinds right. of new people. You're there for focusing on what you're paid to come out there to do. And so right. do you do you have that, you know, do you feel that way in the beginning? Was it all like exciting and now you're kind of bored with it? Or how do you feel about traveling all the time? Um, you know, honestly, yeah, I, I was kind of, uh, you know, a, a little bit uppity about it, about going to Canada the first time. Um, just because, you know, going to a new place the first time is always exciting, but, um, you know, in reality, uh, uh, really, you know, Canada, I think it's more of kind of like a, a nature place. There's definitely a, a nightlife here in the city of Vancouver. Um, and you know, whenever I, it's like, that. <laughs> whenever... it's like a perfect noise. This is CAD for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, there's definitely a nightlife in, uh, Canada for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I feel like I could walk out at three o'clock in the morning and, you know, there's still people outside going up and down the street, but, um, I haven't really gone out to experience any of that. I really just try to focus on work and, you know, make sure my priorities are straight. And That's at the end of the day, as well, right, um, yeah, at the end of the day as well, uh, you know, I, I'm not really kind of into the night scene. You know, I it, drinking and going out isn't something that really excites me too oh much. Oh my gosh, I so. am so proud of you. <laughs> How many other um, moms out there are gonna have their son say that bitch? Right. I'm gonna tell that. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> but clap you know, myself. <laughs> when I do go That's, to um, awesome. more remote areas, you know, more areas that are, uh, you know, a lot more kind of nature revolving, those do excite me a lot more. You know, I do like well, to try. Area- the area that you're in is is slower pace, correct? It's something is like it, that. It, I mean, rich people like to move slower because their pockets are so heavy. They're so deep. You know, they got to go roll left, right, left. You know, it's a little bit slower. You know, um, but is it is there a city life? Is it busy like New York City? Is I it- I would almost agree so. I mean, it's um it's a lot of trust fund children around here for sure. And, oh, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're out there. Uh, you know, there's a bar on almost every block of the city. And, you know, you'll see uh, people inside and people indulging in activities like that. And uh, what do you see out your window right now in Vancouver? Well, <laughs> unfortunately, <A> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I was late to uh, book my hotel this trip. So um, I got a 
kind of a shit room. Um, you know, this one, I, I don't really have that good of a view. I mean, I have the, the view of the local alleyway and maybe uh, Bob downstairs shooting up some heroin, you know. Oh, that, that's nice. That's a very classy old environment that right. they sent you to. That, that, that's Where kind of... Where's your boss? Uh, give me his number right now. <laughs> my, my view. But um, other places I have been to uh, have have had uh, very nice views. You know, um, Panorama, that's a, another place close to Alberta and in, in British Columbia. Well, the video you sent me was amazing. You sent me this video um, of the skyscrapers. Were you, were you inside? Was that inside the building or now? Or right. is that the job site? That almost made me dizzy looking at that panorama view that you sent me. But it was beautiful. It looked like a yeah, very no, sophisticated, I, um, more crowded New York City. Yeah, no, that's that's actually kind of exactly what it was. It was um, uh, I had to go to the top floor of the skyscraper to access a communications room to get in there to do some of my work and part of getting up there you have to walk along the rooftop of the actual uh you know building and, were you outside um, on the rooftop yeah yeah you have to go outside on the you were rooftop. outside on top of a huge skyscraper at the very top yeah it's it's like one of those behind the scene kind of things really oh my bedrazes so um yeah i'm putting my baby up there <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i did have to go through the rooftop to you know then access where where i needed to get some work done but um it is like that's that a, that's an intensive um intensive do you have a I hope you have some sort of liability insurance going on here i mean do contractors do you have to carry um any liability insurance with your contract uh i do uh you know carry some personal insurance and um you know maybe if some places require like an eno policy or something like that i would imagine i mean there's right. you know a workers comp situation that could occur in any moment with those with that height i mean you're right i mean not everybody is you know exactly you know stable when they're walking we all have little accidents you know here and there no yeah no it's that how many stories as tall as that skyscraper um, it was uh it was 50 stories up was where (gasps) do they have a number 13 in the elevator they uh they do yeah they do they have a 13 oh my gosh you need to send a picture of that and send it to me like totally I'll see if I can get one for you. That for tells sure. you Canucks are not superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure. I they I mean that. Did you even think about that when you got in the elevator? Did I, you say like, oh my god, it gosh, honestly slipped my mind. But something weird they do is like some of the elevator floors is they block off the entryway with uh, cabinets, so like you can't even like walk onto certain floors by a really elevator because it's blocked. Have off you tried to get the level thirteen? I didn't go to level 13 now. It it didn't require me to go there. I I just stuck to stuck to the concrete and where I needed check. to go. Next time you go in there, hit that button and go to 13. Just like, have the door open and film it and have it shut. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll see if I I mean try. that's some shit you just don't see every day over here in the States. I mean Right. No. Do they have a Bible in, in the room too, in your hotel room? No, there's no Bible in here. Man, no Bible or anything like that what is, what uh, jesus do they believe in over there <laughs> i'm not i'm not too sure i i think uh i would actually call myself the minority over here so i don't know mm-hmm. how big uh you know you're the sweat and labor you're in a basement aren't you <laughs> <laughs> i'm coming to get you baby i'm coming i'm coming to get you mama gonna save you so what other parts of um canada have you been um contracted to you've been you're in vancouver and um you're there for approximately like a week right at a time right yeah, I've done. And then, uh, where's the others? I've been to uh, pretty much just kind of everywhere in British Columbia. I've done a little bit in Alberta 
Um, but nothing, uh, nothing to uh, the east or anything like that. I have yet. What to is go something to. stylish in in the clothing that you've seen on the streets of of the locals were wearing? Like, what is something that stands out that everyone in Canada is wearing? Um, a lot of people, it's it's kind of like the New York tire. Uh, a lot of people like those puffer jackets. That's what I see a lot mm. of those. What colors? Those, uh, are they red and white? Uh, a lot of them are black. A lot of people like the black puffers. So I guess that's kind of the, the trendy thing around here. I'm not sure. Um, you know, you exactly. just reminded me that I had a couple of those puffers and someone stole them out of my closet, bitches. You know, I, I would go through this all the time, you know, where you spontaneously remember some sort of special like, hoodie you have or something like that in your closet right. and it's missing. Right. And then you just go into this, like, I go into this squinty eye mode or I'm like, mm, I know right. who's been in my closet lately. Okay. All right. I just, you just reminded me of my puffers. All right. Anyway, sorry. God, it is, um, <laughs> it is a whole different culture up here though. I mean, you know, it's, it is kind of a, a melting pot. Of, uh, are you wearing, are you dressed warm? I know it's freezing there. Like, is it snow? Are, are you in like, are you making snow, like snowmen and stuff? I, in the city, I, I haven't seen snow. And I, I think that's just part of because uh, the city is so warm. I mean, you know, with so many lights, cars going by, um, you know, people, everything like that. Um, you have to have a ferry to come over there into, um, you're in a peninsula, right? Not, um, not that far. When I went to uh, a small town. And I'm going to butcher the name. It's called Ukulele or Usulet, something like that. Ukulele oh, ukulele. Um, I did have to take a ferry over there. And I did see a lot of snow and stuff like that over in that part. Are of you dressed area. warm enough? Does mom want to send you some clothes? Did you dress? <laughs> did you have a scarf on, some mittens and some earmuffs? I, I actually came. Um, I came prepared more than I expected to. I, I brought my big puffer jacket with me. And, you know. <laughs> In my Excellent. jacket, I had um, I had gloves that you know I didn't intentionally. Oh, so. I want to see a picture of you in your puffer jacket. <laughs> I'll send you. What uh, about shoes? Are you wearing shoes? Like, are they wearing boots? Boots? Yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of people. Uh, not that. Not the kind of work boots you would think, but those like. Uh, how do I say like uh, Uggs. Yeah, like a like a UGG boot. That's what a lot of people kind of wear too. Like those. Is there any snow? Not, I haven't seen any in the city. No, I, I have yet to see snow in the city. But the, well, I mean, that part of Vancouver is is a little bit more, I would say, warmer um, stats right. right there on the ocean. Right. So it shouldn't be as tundra right. as the North Pole that you're heading up towards. Right. So so as far as, you know, the, the people and, you know, what they wear and the crackheads and everything, what is the, the dish, the main, you know, squeeze of food you know that that everybody talks about um i think a lot of it is uh curry truly. that damn curry yeah <laughs> I, I, there's there's a good amount of curry shops and indians are taking over people the indians are taking over <laughs> yeah no they um curry is is i love curry. and that and pizza there's like a pizza shop everywhere Curry so, and pizza. What yeah. about um any good cafe con leche? Yes, know, some... yes. Okay. A, a lot of okay. good, a lot of good coffee spots. Um, they have uh something that's pretty popular over here. It's called uh, it's called I think uh, Breca. I think that's what it's called, Breca. And Breca. if if a Canadian is listening, they'll they'll know what I'm talking about. But it's like Breca or Bika, maybe something like that. Um, but they're like that damn American is butchering our damn Breca. <laughs> it, it's kind of like the Starbucks for the States almost. And, you know, they have very oh. good pastries and 
it's the, a bakery and a cafe. The uh, the soup of the day was I, I went yesterday. The soup of the day was like a chipotle corn chowder curry. So wow, yeah. <laughs> everything's got the curry in it. That's it. It's yeah. official. Canada is India. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like I want to thank you so much for um taking time out of your busy schedule and coming on Mama Show. Thank you. And I worry about you and I miss you so much and I love you. And um, I'm proud of you as well. You're doing an awesome job out there. And please be safe. Please stay away from all the crackheads. I mean, that's all I ask. I mean, and if they're bothering you, you give them my number. You hear me? Of course. Thank you for having me, Mom. I really appreciate it. I love you, too, and I miss you. Mwah. I like it. I love it. I want some more. Do you want to hear the news? The news is that we have the merch in for the DDRL podcast. Debbie is reporting live featuring the Vaginas merch is available over at TikTok shop. Just go over to TikTok shop and put in Debbie is reporting live. You will find our store or in our shop and you will go ahead and find the merch is in there and let us know what you think about it. It's a hoodie with a really awesome design on it. You'll stand out in the crowd for sure. And we also have some other merch coming in as well. Some hats, some t-shirts, some socks, all that good stuff. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. You want to get those extra perks, don't you? So hungry, roots and fake. Ain't that shit funny? They lie to your face. They acting snake. I do what I want. I made my own way. I'm not in the front. You should back the fuck up or I'll light the bitch up. I remember busting the semis, busting the tech. Wishing and praying for the first check. One step too close. We aim at your neck. Watch yourself. Got a new protect. My soul I must protect. So I just sold and make a set. Reach for go through blood and sweat. Yeah, yeah, hey. We better apart. Poop in the whip. It's push to start. We starting the show. Came out from the dark. Make a hit. Then we depart. Who's gon' blow shit from the car? Look this shit, gon' be a star. Getting the cash like green the park. Watch your friends like cut your scarf. High in the air like Peter 